The Zohar sighed, the Zohar groans in the end of Parashat Vayera. It says, Vay alahu zimnadit yaled Ishmael ba'almavit gazar. Oy, on that time that Ishmael was born. Oy alahu zman shenolad Ishmael ba'olam ve'nimol. On top of that, his nimol. Ma'avad kuchabrichu archak la'ol evne Yisrael midveka, midvekuta dilela. Kadosh Baruchu took them out from uh, uh, the Kedusha, from being Nidbak in the Kedusha Elyona. The Zohar continues and says, what will happen in the end of days? Zminim Bnei Ishmael itarak ravin takifin ba'alma. Bnei Ishmael will, uh, in the end of days, cause a lot of terrible wars. Zminim Bnei Ishmael itarak ravin, fights, wars, takifin, very strong. Ba'alma in the entire world. Who's going to be the war against? Bnei Edom. So keep this in mind, these two names. Bnei Edom and Bnei Ishmael. Bnei Edom, it is Rome. Bnei Edom is Rome, which is considered the Christians. This is how the Abarbanel in Ishaya brings in length, ex- explains in length, that it's all the same. Bnei Edom, which is Esav, Mina Adom Adomaze, which is Rome, which destroyed our uh, Beta Mikdash, which is in, which is situated in Italy at the time, Rome shel Italia, that the Gemara speaks about, that the Malach put his sword into that place, and Italy was created, and that is the same Italy that destroyed our house, and this is where the Vatican is, the Christian power, and it is today. Who it is today, but there's a war over here between two, two powers. It says in the Zohar, one is Bnei Ishmael, and one is Bnei Edom. Vitarun krava behu. One would fight against the other. Where would the wars take place? One at the land, one at the sea, and one in, in close to Jerusalem. So very, this is very interesting. Ishmael. Is not close to Jerusalem. Ishmael are all over the Middle East, and today they're all over the world. Bnei Adom are not close to Jerusalem. You can say Bnei Adom is America, Europe, but what does that have to do with Jerusalem? You see that the Zohar already tells you that the wars will be done close to Jerusalem. They would be fighting, and one would be at Maser. One would be Sholet. One would overpower the other. And vice versa. Then another very strong power, another strong country, another strong nation will come from far away. Where is far away? I can't tell you. The Zohar doesn't say. But it could be that it means China. It could be that it's not that far. And we're talking about Iran. I don't know. Could be that this is talking about a different, uh, different. Vigach brau kravat lat yarchin. They would. This fight would be al Romi chayava. So I would say maybe it's America, but Romi could be represents. It seems like Rome represents America, which is the Christian power. So they'll fight Romi. Vigach brau kravat lat yarchin. This fight will take place three months. Vikanchun taman amamia viplun bidaihu and. The, those those powers, those other powers, those other the allies 
of the Ishmaelim will fall in their hand. Adit kenashut kovne edom ala mikol shafe alma. Until then, afterwards, it then it Then Hashem will appear. Now, when we take a, lo- a look at this nevuot, actually, they're pretty clear in few gemarot. For instance, the Gemara in Yuma Daf Yud brings clearly what will happen in the end of day. The Gemara in Yuma Daf Yud says the following: that atidin atida paras shetipol beyad romi. So. The, the, the Gemara tells us exactly who are those nations. Paras, Iran. Iran will fall in the hand of Rome. So you see, up to, up to 10 years ago, 20 years ago, Iran wasn't the world power. It was just another country. They were, they were fighting not long ago, Iran, Iraq. They weren't just another country. Today it's a world power and it also leads the, 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 the power of the Ishmaelim. And eventually, in the end, how will it turn out? Paras will fall in the hands of Rome. Then Malchut Rome will conquer and rule over the world nine months. The Gemara in Avodat Zarah, the Gimel, tells us that up to then, Paras will be Will, will, will have a power and, and only then the, it, it, it will be given over to, uh, to Rome. So this is what it says in the, in the, in the Tosfot, in Avodazara, right in the beginning. Okay, so over here, it's interesting that, uh, Daf Beta Mudbet. Which means Rome and Paras, Persia, Iran, will rule until Mashiach comes, and right before he comes, it says over here, Atida Paras Shetipol Beyad Romi, and then Malchut Romi Tifshot Al Kol Haolam Tisha Chodashim. Now it's very interesting that in the end of days, when Paras will cause a lot of wars, HaKadosh who will appear and ask who wants to get rewarded, every nation will come to get rewarded, and, and Hashem would say, okay, what's, what's your schuyot? What did you do in the world? Why should I reward you? Why do you need that reward? And what did you do to deserve it? So each nation says whatever they, they say. For instance, when they, uh, when he asks, uh, Rome, he says that, We made a lot of money and we built up a lot of bridges and so on and so forth. And we did that for Am Israel. So Akadosh Buhu says, no, that's everything you did, you did for yourself, as it's explained over here. Paras, Iran comes afterwards. So he asked them, okay, what did you do? So they say like this, We made bridges, we conquered a lot of land, a lot of cities, the, the chutzpah to say such, such things. But whatever it is, they say that, but take a look at the response of HaKadosh Baruch He says to them, look, everything you did, you did for yourself. You say you built bridges, that was for yourself. You conquered um, uh, cities, that was in order to collect taxes and so on. And then Milchamot, 
אני עשיתי, you did wars? הקדוש ברוך הוא doesn't say, wars you did for yourself, for your own benefit, to, to be able to get money and to get power and to... מלחמות? אני עשיתי, you didn't do the wars. שנאמר השם איש מלחמה. Which means, it's very interesting, הקדוש ברוך הוא teaches us over here that all the wars that we experience in the world don't think it's anything but HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everything could be that somebody puts his hand and has some kind of benefit out of it, like, for instance, uh, building bridges, building cities, building bathhouses, and so on, making money. But wars are totally just so... HaKadosh Baruch, Hu, uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's work. It's, it's him doing the entire thing. So when we take a look at with that mindset, it gives us a totally different perspective that everything that happens, that happens in the world is wars that HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself operates. Now that we see that, we really like to see what will happen in the end of days. So it's so interesting that if you go, you go to the sources, you don't need to go any place else but the sources, and you'll see that those sources tell us exactly what will happen in the end of days. And one of the most fascinating things is the Nevoah of Bil'am HaRasha. Bil'am HaRasha gives out three Nevoot. And in the end Nevoah, the third Nevoah, the final Nevoah, the final prophecy, he tells exactly, he tells Balak exactly what will happen in the end of days when Mashiach will come. And he says to him, he says to him the following thing. And he starts and he says like this. The Ramban says over here, and this goes all the way to the Mashiach, which means there's different nevuot for different timing. But this nevuah that, that Bilam says, I see him. I see him. Who's him? The Ramban says he refers to the Mashiach. I see the Mashiach. It's not now. I see. It's not close by, which means this is a nevuah for the final end and time. And he says the following thing. Darach kochav mi Yaakov v'kam shevet mi Yisrael. The kochav, the star will rise, shevet mi Yisrael, which also refers, says the Ramban, to the Mashiach. This goes, ba'avu ki ha-Mashiach yikabetz nitchei Yisrael mikzea aretz yamshilenu lekochav. Which means this again is a nevuah for the Mashiach himself. And what will happen in the end, end of time? And let's see if it, if you, if you read those nevuot, it's like you're reading today's news. Because things that are happening in front of our eyes that hit, didn't happen throughout history, nothing close like to anything, uh, of what's happening today is happening in, is, is, it didn't happen throughout history. And we see that those nevuot are precisely of what's happening right now. And take a look what it says over here. He says like this. Vayerd Meir. Vayaret Amalek. First of all, he goes on Amalek. Amalek is the, is the source of evil. He says the Amalek will, in the final days, will be destroyed. Now Amalek is the Tzir Aresha. That's the worst of the worst of the evil. And we don't know exactly who's Amalek, but there are 
certain indications of who should be Amalek, and those Amalekim will be destroyed for the all the evil things that they did to Am Yisrael throughout history, and for uh, going to fight the very first fight with Am Yisrael when they came out of Mitzrayim. They will be wiped out in the end of days. Vayaret Akeni. Akeni, says the Ramban over here, refers to Ishmael. Ishmael is the Keni. So he's taking a look at Ishmael. So we have over here again two powers. Edom, which is uh, part of Amalek, is from Edom. So he sees Amalek, and then he sees the Keni. The Keni, as we said, is Ishmael, and he says the following. Vayisame Shalom Vayomar. אבל זה היה בזמנם. מה בסופו של דבר איך זה התפתח? ויצא משלו ויאמר, אתן מושבך ושים בסלע קינך. What does those words mean? אתן מושבך, you have situated yourself very strongly, you have stronghold in many places. The Ramban says that אתן מושבך in ארץ ישראל, Rashi says, אתן מושבך, הלו, אתן התיישבת באתן ומעוז של ישראל, which means within the land of Israel they have a hold. But the way the others explain is that they have a hold throughout the world, throughout every continent. Take a look at every land in the world now. Europe is totally um, conquered and taken over by Muslims, and so does many, many other lands. I I don't even know if there's a place, maybe China or things, or Taiwan, maybe, that you don't have uh, them taking over. But they're taking over, and that is something that, that's happening in front of our eyes, and that's called Eitan Moshavecha. Vesim Basela Kinecha, it's the same idea. It's it, they, they, they are strong in there like you put a stone, a rock, in their nest. So they are... Very, very, the, the reason it says Kinecha, it's, uh, since it's a parable, it's a, it's a mashal, it's a, it's a poet, so since the Keni, it says over here Kinecha. This is how the Mefarshim explain. But the idea over here is a clear idea that there are, they have a stronghold in every land, and even in Eretz Israel. But all this, this will be in the end to wipe them out completely. How is that going to happen? So we start to explain over here. Says Bilam, Who will live at the time that Ishmael will start uh, raising and, and, and getting power? Which means, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, When Mashiach would come, he should come. I don't want to be there. I don't want to experience it. It's going to be so evil, so brutal, so hard that I don't want to be there. This is what the Tanaim Akdoshim said. So therefore, according to that, we can understand the brutality that ha- that's happening in front of our eyes today. Not only that, the way it's explained is that they will, they'll be burning things. When we're talking about burning things, it seems like they ter- they, uh, burning people alive, and this is what we see in front of our eyes today. So, this is the way he starts, again, with groaning. Which means, 
it's very it's 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 very uh, unusual to start a nevoah with oi. He sees the nevoah. He experiences when he sees the nevoah, like he's living there. And now Bilam is not Ishmaeli. They understand Ishmaeli would 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 be laughing and smiling and sending and 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 uh, and giving out baklawa if he would see what Bilam would see, right? But Bilam apparently with all his wickedness was not able, even him was not able to tar- tolerate, and he said, a sincere oi, otherwise the Torah would not uh, write it. So you can just imagine what they considered to be a laughable, enjoyable event, Bilam couldn't tolerate it. And what will happen then? So this is fascinating, what it says over here. What does it mean, tzim? Tzim Rashi tells us over here, Amazing. Tzim Rashi says, Tzim, Sfinot Gdolot, large sheep. Kedichti Vetsi Adir, huge sheep. Now this is very interesting because the, the indication to Mashiach coming and to the final war would be a war that would, uh, that would be resembled in a huge sheep. Now, where would you have the biggest sheep? Tzi Adir, Tzi Adir. So he wrote over here that this very likely to be the aircraft carriers that we see coming to, uh, that are already um, landed in, in, in the shores of uh, Eretz Israel. One of them is the Ford, the other one is the Heisenauer. Right, it used to be owned by Israelis, it was sold. But this is a huge thing, it's the largest warship in the world. In the world, it's the length of 333 meters, a width of 78 meters, a height of 76 meters. It's, 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 it has hundreds of warplanes. 26 floors. 26 floors. 26. It has, it has hundreds of warplanes. It has 500, a crew of 500 warriors. People that are people that are on the ship, they have missiles that can reach any place. The the the, the most precise and destructive missiles that can destroy. Not not only that, they have over there nuclear power in 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 there as well. They are protected everything with laser. They 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 fight mostly. Is so their their equipment is so advanced. They fight with laser laser warheads, not even so just just sending rockets. So this is something that's unbelievable. If you take a look at the at the Marines website, it says over there that whenever there's a war starting, right away the leader's first question is, "Where are the carriers?" Which means this is what makes usually the best deterrence in every war. So this is very interesting that that what resembles what will happen in the end of days. Vetsim miat kitim. Who's kitim? Kitim is bnei edom. Bnei edom. So the tzim will come from bnei edom. Those huge war carriers, the plane carriers, will come from bnei edom. And what will happen? Will they be involved? Maybe not. Maybe they're just there for deterrence. The, the Bilam tells us no. Vinu ashur, vinu ever, vegamu adeoved. They will be fighting a war against all those enemies, and eventually they're not going to make it. And then 
That's the way it ends. Vayakom bilam ve'elch ve'ashov lemkomo ve'gam balak alach ledoko. Which means here we have a self and if wow we hear that should be taken extremely serious. It's in the Torah kedusha. It's in the Torah kedusha. Take a look at what would happen in the end of days. Isn't it what that fifty years ago, hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, five hundred years ago, nobody would imagine how they would we just have this recorded in the Nevoot, but we don't we wouldn't know how they would come all together, eventually fall each one in its own place, just like a puzzle. So we have the Nevoah of Daniel. Daniel, as you know, was the advisor of Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar, before he knew Daniel, he had many, many advisors, Nebuchadnezzar. So one day or one night, he has a dream. He wakes up in the morning, and he calls his advisors, Chartumim, Chashefim, everybody, everybody's invited. He understood that this uh, dream that he has, had significance. So he asked, he asked them, give me interpretation for my dream. So they told him, surely, anything you ask uh, our dear king, what is the dream? He says, I don't remember the dream. You have to tell me the dream, and you have to tell me the interpretation. So they told him, that's not possible. If you give, if you tell us the dream, same idea like in Paro, according to some Perushim. If you tell us the dream, we'll be able to tell you the interpretation. If you don't tell us the dream, how could we tell you the interpretation? So he told him, look, I'm not playing games with you. If you don't tell me the dream and the interpretation, I'm killing all of you. And they again said, but it's not possible. Nobody can tell you what you dreamt. Only you know, and we can only give you the pitaron achalom. He then then he was fed up. He said, "The next uh, the next thing you know, everybody has to uh, has to be slaughtered. Everybody goes on the gallows. Everybody dies. That's it." One of them would be Daniel because he was also part of the advisors' crew. Then Daniel rose up and said, "I I can give you the, the I can tell you the dream. I can tell you the interpretation." Now Daniel starts talking as he's talking, and he tells the king the dream. The, uh, the, the king, the starts remembering. So he was he was very very impressed from Daniel. After the, after Daniel gave him the dream and the interpretation, he wanted to bow down to him and worship him. But Daniel told him, No, 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 it's not me. It's a kadosh Hu, not me. Well, so what was the dream that he had? That he had Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel explains to him that he saw a statue that was made out of different elements. The head was made out of gold. The stomach, the, the chest was made out of silver. The stomach was made out of copper. And then the legs... Huh? Oh, the legs were made... Um, so the, up to the... On, on the thigh, up to the knees, they were made out of metal, barzel, iron. And then the legs themselves... One of them was made out of metal. One of them was made was made out of clay. And they were as 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 they were getting close to the toes and the toes themselves, they were changing and they're becoming a mixture of both, mixture of clay and mixture of metal. And now he starts telling him the interpretation of the dream. He says the head is the king, is the most important king, and that is you, and that is the king of Babel, which is the king which represented by the gold. It's a Chashuv, uh, Chashuv kingdom empire. Then we go to the chest, 
which is the silver, which is also chashuv, not as the gold, but it's chashuv, and that is parasumadai, going to the stomach, that is Greek, it's made out of copper, and obviously there's a lot of depth of understanding why those were presented by these elements. But then when it gets to uh, Rome, which is the fourth empire, by the way, it's very interesting that the uh, Ibn Ezra thought that the fourth empire is Ishmael, the Ramban over here in, uh, in Parashat Balak. The Ramban says that he was wrong in that, that he counted um, Ishmael as the fourth empire. And he says the reason, Ramban says about uh, about Ibn Ezra, that the reason that he counted um, them as a fourth empire is because Nafal Pachdam Alav. They were, they, he got very scared of them because they're such a strong, uh, such large amount of people and so brutal, so he got scared. So he counted them as an empire. But he says, really, no, not, they don't belong in an empire. So where do they go? What I'm telling you right now is the Perush of the Malbim, which uh, pretty much is uh, the explanation of others as well. And that is that in the in the legs, the upper legs, the, the thighs themselves up to the knees, that is Rome, which means up to that time, they'll be ruling uh, by themselves. But then, as time comes, they'll start uh, having that empire shared together with the Ishmaelim. So one would be in Shmaelim, one leg is Ishmaelim, one one is uh the 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 Romans, the Christians. So that is uh, the, so interesting because and 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 he says the Malbim Meaza Yutamid Hachel Barzel Vehachel Heres, Kihadit Gaber Tamid, Vehadi Khlash. The one conquers the other, one goes over the other, one overrides the other. And he says, He doesn't explain the right is Rome and, uh, and, and the left is Ishmael. No. Why? Because they keep on changing. One will be stronger than the other. But that's up to, um, that's up to the knees. But, uh, and, 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 and this is um, under the knees. This is the legs under the knees. But when it gets to the toes already or close to the toes, then we said that they are a mixture. Now, what it says over here in the Pasuk, very interestingly, is that that mixture is going to be mit arvin lehon bizran davkin, which means they will be mixing one with the other, as today the Ishmaelim are getting mixed together with all the nations. Says Rashi, which means, although you would think that they are living together with all the other nations of the world, they are they are living there, they're making business there. Some of them becoming doctors, businessmen, lawyers, whatever you want. So you would think that they are uh, combining pretty well, and they should um, they should they should become part of the part of those nations, right? They should uh, integrate into the nation. That was that is the whole idea. When you bring that's what they say. When you bring such people to America, for example, so many people integrated to America. They became Americans, although maybe they keep their religion, but they leave the American style. They don't. They don't in any way. Um, Americans don't feel intimidated by them. We, for example, the Chinese. 
Chinese, they live the American, the American life, the American way. They make business here, they become in part of the society, and they don't, they, they, they don't cause any interference in any way. They don't cause a threat to the society. Unlike Ishmael, Ishmael comes there. Not only they could they could integrate very easily because they have all the reasons to do so, but they don't. They stick to whatever they are and they don't integrate. And eventually, they cause a threat because the idea behind Ishmaelim is that slowly, slowly they gain power. That is the that is in the charter of the that is the in the protocols of the of the Muslim Brotherhood that. As long as you don't have enough power, you wait, wait to just just populate, become more, become uh, become more 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 people in the place, and until you gain enough power, and then you go and you fight the natives and you throw them out. So that is the idea of what it says over here that mitarvin lehon bizra nasha they are. Com, they, they, they get mixed together with Zra and Asha, with the people. And they, but rather they don't integrate. They don't become one. They don't become like them. This is how Daniel, that's, this is how the Nevoav, that, that Daniel explains. Just like Parzelal just like metal doesn't combine with clay. Earthenware. They don't combine. And what will happen in the total end, he explains over here, that eventually a stone will come out from the statue and be thrown on it and break the statue. And that is represents the Melech HaMashiach that will come and destroy everything in the end of days and conquer everything. And that is, by the way, the Nevoah of uh, Bil'am that he said over here, When he says, What does Eventually, he will conquer. That's the Mashiach. He will take over. Okay? So now, when we take a look at the final Nevoat, there are a few Nevoat that are pretty clear in the Nevim of what will happen in the end of days, and that is, uh, for example, the Nevoah of Yechezkel, that we read on Sukkot. It's so interesting that we read it on Sukkot, where everything has started. And it says over here, the, about the war of Gog, Umagog. Now, many try to, uh, to, to make a gematriot, and try to find out who's Gog, who's Magog, but the Malbim over here says, that really the name of Gog Magog, Lo Yadanu Mihem. We don't know who they are. Until, in the end of days, where everything will come to place, and you see the Nevoah, the prophecy, coming in front of our eyes, then you'll know that this is Gog Magog. But otherwise... Just you should know, says uh, the Malbim, that Gog Umagog are Bnei Edom and Bnei Ishmael. That's what it is. And let's see the Malbim in size. It says like this, the Yechizkel HaMetchet, Yidvar Adonai Lailemor, Ben Adam Simpanecha El Gog, Eretz HaMagog, Nesi Rosh Meshech Vetuval, Ve'inave Alav. 
סז דמלבין, שים פניך אל גוג. ניבאי יחזקאל שבאחרית הימים יילחמו כל העמים סביב לירושלים. Where would be the war? Again, it's so interesting. Out of all the places in the world, they chose where? ירושלים. It's so interesting. That is where the war will be. Which means, סביב לירושלים, close by to ירושלים. ויהיו לוחמים מצד אחד מצרים ואשור ואלם, שהם הישמעאלים. So they be the allies of the ישמעאלים. This is one power. והלוחמים מצד שני, משך ותובל, נסיכי אדום. די אדומים. So take a look that the power over here is ישמעאל against אדום. מלכי הצפון ו- ומלכי הצפון. וכולם יהרגו איש אחי ויפלו בנופלים. So it says here the following thing. ואמרת, ואמרת, כה אמר אדוני אלוהים, הנני אליך גוג נשיא ראש משך ותובל. So it says over here the names of the, of the nations that will be under מלכות ישמעאל. And it says like this. פרס, כוש ופוט, איתם כולם מגן וכובע. So the first nation is פרס. Says the Malbi, מצד אחד הלכו גם חיל ישמעאל שהם פרס. Who's חיל ישמעאל? Who's the allies? Who's the warriors of ישמעאל? פרס, איירן. And then he continues to say, ואם פרס יהיו כוש ופוט. Together with them you'll have also other nations. Who are they? כוש ופוט, whoever they are, we don't know, says. But the, the ones that we can identify and understand who they are, it is פרס. פרס הם אחים ממלם, וכוש קרובים לאשור, ופוט למצרים, והם האומות שחשב למעלה, מצרים ואשור ואלם. So we see those is, this is one party. And then you'll have the other party, and that is the party of uh, the, the Roma, Rome, Rome party, or Bnei uh, Edom, whatever you want to call them. And they will come where? They will come, he says here, שובבתיך ונתתי חכים בלחייך והוצאתי אותך ואת כל חיליך סוסים ופרשים. Where would all that happen? מימים רבים תיפקד. This will be in the end of days, long days from now. באחרית השנים, in the end of days, תבוא אל ארץ משובבת מחרב, מקובצת מעמים רבים על ערי ישראל. This will be in a place that there will be a lot of different nations coming in, in the land of Israel. If you take a look, that's what's happening today. Many nations in the lands of, of Israel, ארץ משובבת מחרב, place that constantly has wars. אשר היו לחורבה תמיד, ואם העמים מוצא, וישבו לבטח כולם. And then you should know, ועליתה כשואה תבוא כענן, לכסות הארץ תהיה. Which means, כשואה means, says Rashi over here, כחושך המכסה את הארץ. It will come in, and it will be like a complete darkness when that will happen. It will be also happening instantly, right away. When that will happen, it will happen instantly. And what will happen? It's so, the Nevoa over here is extremely harsh. Who will get involved? HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He will be angry at that time. There will be rash gadol on Admat Yisrael. There will be rash gadol usually um, refers to earthquake. But from what it seems over here, 
you could uh, uh, the, the nevoah over here could be that you can interpret as a, as an earthquake, but it says over here much more than that, as we'll see. It says over here, dever dam geshem shotef avnei gabish I'm sorry. Oh. <coughs> so it says here like this. Rashu, it will be something so powerful. Rashu even the fish will be affected. Rashu even the fish will be affected. even the birds in the sky will be affected. And the entire universe. Every person in the world, so that is something that's extremely powerful. It's not going to be affecting Eretz Israel and the close surrounding, but it seems like it's all over. Even mountains will be destroyed. So imagine the power. Mountains will be destroyed. It seems like this is, this is something that's going to happen throughout the world. וקראתי עליו לכל הרי חרב נאום אדוני אלוהים חרב איש באחיו תהיה ונשפטתי איתו בדבר ובדם וגשם שוטף ואבני אל גביש אש וכופרית המתיר עליו ועל הכפה ועל עמים רבים אשר איתו something that's extremely extremely uh, it's, first of all it seems like it's universal extremely extremely powerful what could that be in the נבואה of זכריה in the end all these things we read ממש on uh, סוכות so that is very interesting it says over here the following Zechariah Yudalid Hine Yom Baal Hashem Vekulak Shalalech Bekirbech Yom Baal Hashem Rashi says Chaviv LaKadosh Baruch Hashem likes that day the day of, of redemption the day of revenge the day of the final repetition ואספתי את כל הגויים אל ירושלים למלחמה, או everybody will come to Yerushalayim, to the war. So interesting. ונלכדה העיר, ונשסו הבתים, the בתים, the houses, will be destroyed. It says over here, והתבזזון בתיה, they will be looted. אנשים תשכבנה. ויצא חצי ארבע גולה ואת הרעם לא יקרת מנהיר. ויצא השם ונלחם בגויים ההם כיום ילחמו ביום קרב. השם will go to fight a war on that day. And then השם will stand. עמדו רגליו ביום ההוא על הר הזיתים אשר הפני ירושלים מקדם ונבקע הר הזיתים. The הר הזיתים, the mountain, will be split. מחציו מזרחה וימה, גי גדולה מאוד. הוא מש חצי הר צפון ומחציו נגבה. And so on and so forth. What it says over here is just unbelievable because it says, "Vaya ba'yom o'ilo yeor yekarot yekipaon vekipaon," which means the way it's explained in uh, Rashi over here, there would be uh, and and other mefarshim is that there's not going to be day on that day. There would not the sun would not shine, which means it says here, "Ba'yom o'ilo yeor yekarot the or hayakar," which is the or of the, the sunlight would not shine, vikipaon, which means all the other um, constellation would not work, which means, let's say, the star that brings some, some light, the moon that brings some light, everything will be shut down. That's how uh, the Malbim explains. 
the sunlight, which is an important, chashuv light, would not shine. That, that also would not shine on the land. Which means everything will be distorted at that time. And then it says over here the terrible um, war that will take place or the terrible plague that will take place. It says, This will be the plague this will be the plague on all the nations that came to Yerushalayim Emak Besaro the, the, the flesh would be Hamek, what's Hamek? Deteriorating Deteriorating While he was standing the bodies started deteriorating melting Makna, The eyes will be melting which means, it says over here, He holds the hand of his friend, and all of a sudden, he's coming to help him. He's coming to help his friend that's de- deteriorating, and while he's helping, his hand will be detached. He's holding only a hand. And so on and so forth. He keeps on going over here and going and going. You see how the the end, after we, 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 we learned and we saw the prophecies of things that are happening in front of our eyes, this is afterwards. This is the next scenario that's going to happen. This is Mamash, the final, that Hashem is just taking revenge and taking care of everything that needs to be taken care of. It's very scary, scary things. And then the Midrash Chuma brings down the following, that in the end of days, I bring it over here, the Midrash Tanhuma says, Del Kuchimoni, Yeshayahu Remez Taf Tzadik Tet, says the following, Rabbi Yitzchak said, In the year when Mashiach, King Mashiach, reveals himself, all the kings of the world are in conflict with one another. King of Persia, Iran, provokes another king, King of Arabia, wherever that is. And the King of Arabia goes to Edom for advice. The King of Persia returns and destroys the entire world. As we saw, the war would be between Paras and Edom. So he will um, uh, be able to, it seems like he will have by that time a nuclear power. It could be, many say that, uh, could be that Iran already have nuclear power. They don't, the, the assumption is that not, but nobody really knows. It could be that they do. The king of Persia returns and destroys the entire world. All the nations of the world are in turmoil and distress. Israel is in turmoil and distress, and ask, where do we go, where do we go? And then Hashem says to them, my children, do not fear. All that I have done, I only have done for your sake. Why are you afraid? At that time of the, re- the redemption have, have come, and there is no need for fear. In that time, Hashem will reveal the light of the Mashiach and the light of Am Israel. And then it says the following. It says over here that... The redemption, the final redemption would not be like the redemption of Mitzrayim. Because the redemption of Mitzrayim afterwards, there was still Shibud Galuyot afterwards. Shibud Malchuyot. But this redemption would not have Shibud Malchuyot. The redemption of Mitzrayim was in a harsh, it was a harsh redemption. Am Israel had to suffer through the redemption. But in this one, it will be an easy one, a pleasurable one for Am Israel, 
and a, a good one. So this is Nevoah uh, Nechama that we found in uh, Yalkut Shimoni. And really this uh, comes uh, with a few of Ma'amarei Chazal that explain to us that in the end of days there will be although right? Lo easy. But this, the final, huh? Could be, could be, could be, but could be what it says over here is that, uh, you know, in the end of this, could be that it's after, could be it's two stage, could be it's two stage, we're going now to the harsh, harsh stage, but, but, and, and this is the real final stage, what El Kushimoni speaks about, that could be, um, and it could be that there'll be really uh, uh, a selection at the end of the day, just, as, just like there was a selection, some say like that, that there was a selection in Mitzrayim. Chamushim uh, yetsu. What does it mean, chamushim? Echad mechamisha, echad mechamishim, echad mechameshmeot, which means the rest that didn't want the redemption didn't, didn't make it. So uh, over here could be that the final redemption would also be in that aspect like that, and those that will go out, those that are selected, those that are interested in being um, in the in the camp of a kadosh buchu, so to speak, will be uh, will have the easy redemption as uh, Yalkut Shimoni explains over here. Kozak <laughs>